Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that jack on the off the track. I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gove. Sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Biz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the dragon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shasta, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the uh, Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey with Jay. Yes, sir. We are broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Also, this first segment today is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that uh, we're discussing the show or discussed yesterday, if you didn't have an opportunity to uh, call in, you can do, do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll Get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? I'm in the middle, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, today, uh, the top of the hour, we'll be joined uh, by James from Sharpside Sports. We'll do a, a week recap, a week look ahead. Um, I know he experienced some bad beats on the NFL, so I definitely want to get his thoughts on that. Uh, we'll talk about that. Don't forget to be using the SGE1 promo code. Uh, when you go to their website on any of the packages, you get the 25% off, especially with the SGE uh, Premium Picks package uh, as well, too. But we'll be joined by him at the top of the hour. Also, we've got uh, NFL things that are going on that we need to get to. We've got a 49ers update on Jimmy. Uh, we'll talk about that. We've got also, um, you know, no word. I don't know if it's made it official on who's going to be starting for Dallas on Sunday at the quarterback position. Um, obviously, I don't know. They don't know want to go with Danucci. Uh, he just doesn't look like he's no, a quarterback, he NFL quarterback ready at this level yet anyway. Uh, so we still haven't heard word on that. There's some other NFL news uh, going on. College uh, football. What happened in uh, college? You believe that the Big Ten area? No, I'm asking. Bed. I'm asking. I'm more, it's more of a question. If they're a hotbed spot, they're a hotbed spot, and maybe the Big Ten commissioner was on to something when he originally canceled the season. I mean, Wisconsin now up to 27 players. They've got they've canceled, not postponed. They've canceled their second game in a row, according to the experts up there in that region. 
numbers are up and climbing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like one of those things where like, man, maybe the Big Ten commissioner was on to something as far as like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should sit this one out. Well, what do you what? Although it was more of a question. I mean, maybe maybe they were right to just say, hey, we'll just wait till next year. Well, I don't know. I mean, Big 12, I mean, if you're in this region of Texas, I mean, you started kind of when we're in the middle of coming down from a spike. I mean, they, they I think they kind of knew it. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Monday quarterback. Uh, it's obviously the reason why they came back. Um, also, the thing, the interesting thing with Wisconsin is because you got to at least complete six games to even be eligible for a Big Ten title. So Wisconsin is um, – you know, they're going to have to be careful. I mean, especially, you know, in regards to how many games they've got to cancel in that sense. But yeah. um, I don't know, Rudy. I mean, it, they wanted to play. They made a decision to play because there was a lot of money on the line. The thing is, is that this is to test your protocols, test to see if your protocol is working, uh, if you can kind of control it. Everybody's had the challenges of it uh, that didn't get, a, didn't get the luxury of playing in a bubble like the NBA. Well, is it only Wisconsin? Did Nebraska have some issues too? Uh, well, it's probably because I don't want to. I don't want maybe. I, I mean, I don't want to hold the entire Big Ten hostage I mean, because it's a of fair Wisconsin. Question, but I think if they really thought, and I think everybody uh, that uh, signed up for this, if you really thought you were going to go through the whole season without anybody getting tested positive for it, then you're really, uh, then you you were mistaken. You were misled. Because uh, that's not the case at all. So, um, you know, I don't know. That's probably you're not going to be the first, or you're not going to be the last person, I should say, to answer that, ask that question. Because depends on what happens. If this is canceled, depending if there's another one canceled or not. You know, we'll see. You will see. We'll we'll see how that plays out. But I'm pretty sure that's going to be brought up uh, to other people's attention. Speaking of Wisconsin, it was just one. On the quarter, oh, the election. According uh, to Fox News, Fox the, News reporting the, Biden took Wisconsin. The election deal. Is that yeah. legit? Is that legit? So he's 20, 22 away. Yeah, this is, I told you for weeks and How months. How many is Nevada worth? Six? To. Nevada's worth six, and if he holds in Michigan, that's ball game. Um, Lawsuits getting filed. He ain't leaving. I'm yeah, not, hey, yeah. we go. Hey, when he loses Sam, I'm yeah. gonna need that. Uh, the, I'm not believing leaving. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody. I saw somebody post that today. That was hilarious. I hey, saw if he loses Sam, I'm gonna need that. Oh, yes, yeah. he ain't leaving, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is how, uh, how, what, how what? How much time did y'all log? I didn't log too much because, like you said, Kyle, you kept you had me under the. Impression that like, hey, this wasn't gonna be decided. I believed you. A lot of the experts said that, so I didn't watch it too long. How much time did y'all log? Probably till about maybe ten. No, probably about two thirty three in the morning. Oh, well, what? How <laughs> you gonna tell me that this ain't gonna be decided no, for a while and then because, you stay up till because two? I, because I want to see, I want to see the buffoonery in the show that goes oh. on. What I felt that like, was gonna you, go. He made me good. He made me turn it off and then he stay up till well, two. Well, I was late up working on other oh. stuff too, but I, I would say that or just paying attention to it because. After he basically did the stage, <laughs> after he did the stage press conference, I mean, he kind of played the card that I figured who, he was going to play. Who did the stage press conference? I didn't watch. Well, it. Uh, well Trump. He I mean, did. coming out and saying that was totally irresponsible. That he won. Um, no one's done that. Um, of course, no one's done a lot of things he's done, but that was calculated because, like you know, like I was trying to tell my household, like during the pandemic, the I remember coming here and telling you the first thing that's going to be controversy next is going to be Melon Bowling. 
Yes. And sure enough that that came with the deal. So so. the deal is is that everything was set up. Everything was predetermined basically to know, hey, this is what's going on. And, you know, it's fraud, mail ballot, because we're in the middle of a hundred year, a once in a hundred year pandemic. Now, the the crazy funny thing to me about this, which I kind of talked a little bit to James about it, but last night it's up that I was, uh, you know, sometimes I'll go check on Twitch because they got, you know, they've got the... uh, Gambling world that's out on Twitch and a Twitch lot of, is another yeah, gambling. Oh, oh man, it's it's if you want to market stuff, that's where it's at. But Twitch, you know, guys were going back and forth because these lines, these offshore lines, were changing dramatic dramatically throughout the night. And I and I told somebody online, and I laughed because I saw people on Facebook, whatever, is that if you paid attention to the lines the way they were in the election from the Democratic to the uh, Republican Party, I mean, at the highest that I've seen, um, even before any polls or anything, I think it got up to Biden minus 220. Well, as soon as Florida was, was basically results came in, there was a major reaction from the off-the-shore books, and they started switching it to Trump minus 4. 400, 300 minus five. I even saw it up to 700, which I said, you know, none of the domesticated books that I follow, none of them that I know, and even the ones I checked, even really altered it that much. And my thing is like, these offshore accounts, they got a lot, they, they got people on the hook and screwed them because the day there's a lot of people holding Trump minus 500 minus 700 tickets that your butt cheeks are tight right now. I mean, because that's a lot, because at the end of the day, that's a lot of juice. And I'm saying they're setting the lines that they don't know how our democracy works. It's just that it goes to the fact that they set that. So that's the funny thrill yeah. that we got out of that. But, uh, but no, how this, much is, time this, you is watch, gonna, this is not going to be decided. Huh? I was up till about three, three thirty. I'm with Cal. I'm watching the, like watching the betting lines. So when I fell asleep last night, the one that I keep a close eye on Trump was minus one. He was at minus one thirty. And then when I woke up, he was at plus three thirty or yeah. three forty. There and never right been now, a fluctuation like this on a president from the betting wow. wise. Wow, it's insane. And a lot of that has to do with because you got mail-in voters, you got the mail-in more than ever. So therefore, they were trying to adjust to this. But if you didn't have action on either candidate before, that was um, that was suicide to try to get on and follow that up and down because you got stuck on some markets. You could have made a lot of money too. I mean, because you could have took Biden on the high end. And, but at the end of the day, you're you're going to be tied up in this because this is going to drag out. Um, it's going to be an embarrassment for the country, uh, for the worldwide to see. Uh, but this is um, this is going to be dragged out for a minute, and I kind of anticipated that, and that's where it is. But that was the whole play in general, anyway. Yeah, we got because, four states uh, with uh, five lawsuits. In. Yeah, it's going to be embarrassing. I mean, at least you know, and everybody knows it can stand Bush, but at least in Bush and Gore, I mean, they actually before we went to the courts, you actually wait till all the states were called. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's the reality of it is. I mean, you don't have a conference to say, hey, well, yeah, hey, we won. We know we did good in this and we won this and that. All you're doing is lighting a match to the fire of the division. That's all you're doing, because now you have people that don't really say, well, you're right. That is fraud, man. What do you know, man? It's like he's doing that. That's how I've followed this guy since I was 10 years old, man. That's how he does things. Doesn't matter. But, yeah, you're going to find out any soon. But it's a whole bunch of people holding butt cheeks tight with minus 500 and 600 and thought this is a wrap. But anyway. So on the sports thing, um, also with that, I can't uh, believe NBA. it's like that. Hmm? I don't think you should be able to gamble on that. That's Impossible. insane, man. Every every I everything. Mean, hell, I, got, I guess so. They right? adopted. I mean, well, first of all, you got shout out to uh, Louisiana. It was on their docket and uh, voting. They've just became legal. They've adopted sports betting. They voted on that. How uh, many states uh, legalized the ganja last night? It was a few. I want to say. Mm-hmm. I want to say at least. My wife read off to me eight to ten states huh, that, legal, that legalize the ganja. I'm like, okay. dude. 
Well, I mean, what it's we a wait, What are we waiting on, man? Well, it's just, oh, it's only four? I thought it was one. I thought it was more than that. I guess I was way off. No, no, no. You're, I mean, total with like still states bringing in medicinal and stuff, but there were four that 100% said, no, this is recreational and we're going to start taxing it now. It's like the same way like Colorado. You, you or seen else. Denver and Oregon making all that money. You like, yo, we got to get well, in. Well, not on only this. that, you're trying to find the best way to recover from a pandemic and, and, and that way economics. So a lot of that people, shout out to Louisiana. Uh, that's a big so play for them. So now you can gamble on sports legally in Louisiana. In Louisiana, yeah, they'll become books. They've got they've taken a hard hit with the hurricane season. I know down in Isle Capri, they're down for months and months. They don't even know they got hit hard, but they've got some, uh, you know, MGM properties out there and stuff like that that they're, uh, you know, finding a, they're finally able to go ahead and pass that. And Virginia was just a few weeks or a month ago that they adopted it. So they'll start in 2021, just like Louisiana. Uh, so you got that going on. Yeah, that was just a wild ride in regards to the uh, the ups and downs with the, uh, the odds and stuff with the election. Um, also, NBA, we're still tweaking around on what this schedule is going to be. We've got some coaches that were told no for some players not vouching for them uh, behind the scenes. Um, James Harden situation. I know you've got some takes on uh, on that in regards to. You've got uh, you got the Mac. You got uh, giving a cover of the day out today, and it's in the Mac. We got the Mac action kicking up and going. Pac-12 is going to come back uh, this week as well too. So we'll keep marching to see how how much football they're going to be able to complete on the college level as well. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind. We're broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here at the Sports Cry, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Their newest location is located in Alamo Ranch. Also, they still have their Leon Springs location as well. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Cry. Um, all right, so getting it going. Um Starting to where, let's start in the NFL with some injury situations uh, coming out of uh, San Fran. Uh, Kyle Shanahan says Jimmy's dealing with a different injury. Kyle Shanahan. He said it's not the high ankle sprain. He didn't say what. He just said this is a whole different injury. I was like, okay, whatever you say, Mike. I mean, Kyle, but regardless, Uh, he's hurt. This is what I'll say about this. Don't be surprised if you hear rumblings pretty soon of Kyle Shanahan either coming up in the draft, especially if they miss the playoffs or free agency, kicking the tires around on other quarterbacks or maybe a quarterback in the draft. Um, you know, really? he is, yeah, yeah, because I've heard that kind of kicked out there. Is this why there. they were looking at Tom? I remember uh, well, there was rumors mind, that they, they wanted did, Tom. They did kick the tires of Tom. I think now with Jimmy, it's going to come down to because that because we always focus on just the play, the play on the field. If they're that guy, can they win? Are they winning because of defense? But some of the times we don't really focus on the part of it. It is if you can stay healthy and if you're available for your team. If you can't be available to your team, that's going to run you problems and get you in a backup role. He had role an anyway. injury in New England as well. I thought it was like a shoulder because he had started off two and zero, then he got hurt. Then that's when we got to see Brissett. That's when Tom was coming off of that suspension. So 
He's had injuries going back to New England. And to be honest with you, I think the Kittle's injury is 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 worse than the Jimmy. I think the Kittle's is the one that's probably going to, especially with the division they're in, is probably going to do them in uh, per se in regards to able to keep pace, uh, win some games. They've got Green Bay coming this week, but I honestly think that the Kittle told Kittle told Shanahan, "I'll be back in two weeks." And now Shanahan well, said the doctors told him eight weeks. Kittle said two. He said, but that's just how Kittle rolls. Yeah, I, I think they're look, they gave Kittles a lot of money. Uh Kittle's young. He's got a bright future. Everybody knows how I feel about Kittles on the show. They're not gonna risk him just for another shot to try to get back to the Super Bowl in the same year. They're not gonna do that. Um I, I just feel that, you know, it's one of those situations that they've dealt with a lot of injuries. These are more uh piling up. I think Mullen. Uh, their backup uh, QB. Um, I think that basically he's probably the better option for them right now, health wise, than even Jimmy. Uh, but I just think losing Kittle that that's a blow. And you already had injuries at the receiver position. I mean, we'll see how they respond with Packers because Green Bay's coming off of embarrassment and ass kicking at home uh, by the Vikings. Uh, you know, per se. So we'll see how it plays out. But don't be surprised is that if you start hearing um, in the future or coming up around draft time, if you hear any rumors of uh, 49ers being linked to certain type of uh, quarterbacks, uh, per se, either in the draft or free agency wise. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams had some conversations. Yeah, they beat around the bush. They were asked, hey, are y'all upset that you didn't get any receivers? Now, keep in mind at the, at the trade deadline, now keep in mind the position that you're putting Devontae and Aaron Rodgers in. Deep down, you want to say, hell yes, I'm pissed. But then what is that saying to the rest of the receivers that you already have? So Aaron was like, I'm not getting into all of that. He said, would I have liked it? Sure, I would have accepted it, but I'm fine with the guys we have here. Devontae pretty much said the same thing, but of course. I mean, he's been wanting to – Devontae's been wanting help, and Aaron's been wanting help since the draft. Since the draft. So the media, I mean, I give them credit for asking the tough questions and asking, you know, exactly what everybody wants to know, but you can't possibly think if he's not going to lose the other receivers that he answers that question honestly. Um. I get that. I mean, I don't. And again, being down, I don't know why they would bring that up now. I mean, they kind of brought it up. It was a topic in the Will first Fuller, week or two because Will Fuller was on the table. True. They, they weren't able to come to an agreement there on the true. round. Like Green Bay didn't want to give up whatever draft pick that Houston was asking. So I'm sure Aaron and Devontae were on text messaging each other back and forth before the deadline, like, yo, I hope they pull the trigger on Will Fuller, and then next thing you know, Green Bay doesn't want to do it. Because, and this is the thing, you got to look at Houston's perspective. The reason why Houston wants to do it is because the new GM and the new coach, they're trying to give them draft capital to work with. Right. The Houston they has no draft. They don't, whoever takes that job at coach or GM is going to have a tough but, start to go. But the thing about things. that, though, Houston's GM or whoever is running that program right now, Will Fuller's a free agent. So, yes, maybe you didn't you didn't want to budge on what Green Bay wanted, but you're, now you're going to lose him for nothing. Will Fuller's not going back to Houston. So now you lose him for nothing off pride, I want to say, or value or worth or whatever, but now you're going to get nothing for him. So, and you think hope you that based works off, out. You based off you think he's leaving because of uh, them finding out they try to trade him? Or what do you think? Just, I, well, I mean, and now unless Deshaun Watson can talk, hey, man, let's ride this out together. Deshaun Watson tries to recruit him and keep him, but 
Why would I want to stay? There's, where's the direction in Houston? Well, first of all, Will Fuller, and I've been a Will Fuller fan, but the reality of it is I don't know what Will He's Fuller gets hurt. on the open market because of that. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure maybe his pride's hurt that they tried to trade him, and maybe if he's, you know, feels like that, I can say that maybe you're right to there, but I think I can see why Houston tried to do it. Um, they Obviously, they've punted on this season. Uh, but they're trying to, like I said, Miami. I heard J.J. Watt's name rumble, yes. rumble for a little bit. That would make sense because at the end of the day, you've got to give the opportunity for the next GM or the coach to try to come in with the best way to try to turn this around or start. And doing a trade for Tunsil where Miami is going to end up getting your first-round pick, and that's just going to work out like fat cats for Miami. Because uh, this could be a, liber- a really a year that Miami su- succeeds uh, like maybe a year too early and they make the playoffs, but yet still they got a first-round pick because how bad Houston's record might be when they end. So mm. bright, things are really bright in Miami. But I can see Houston try- Houston's trying to accumulate uh, draft capital. It's, it's, it's kind of in different situations, but that's kind of what I saw um, – that's kind of what I saw Bill Belichick doing in regards to the Gilmore situation, all that. He's trying to build up enough ammo to kind of go up to maybe get that court. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Back or whatever it might be to kind of start his process as well. Mm. 736-9760. But back to the Houston thing, you would just have to wonder, and and I, I wonder a little bit on how much of this is kind of being, um, you know, informed or ran by Deshaun Watson. What do you um, mean in, re- by that? in regards to like, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. Uh, you know, Will Fuller, because at the <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of the day, you traded off DeAndre Hopkins, right? Which, <laughs> which I to me, it got I a lot of criticism, but I saw Bill O'Brien working and why he had to do it. Uh, but the only thing criticism I think was fair is that he didn't get anything for him. So therefore, due to the fact you trade off DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller is the number one guy there now with with Cooks doing his thing from here to there. But if you sit there with Deshaun, who's committed to you with the money, to sit there, they, maybe they let him know the plan at that time. But to sit there and trade another one of his another number one receivers, yeah, you know, I didn't think be, about that. Yeah, that has to be some plan that you let Deshaun or either you know it is what it is. But Deshaun took the money. I mean, he took the money. Hell yeah. Somebody gives you $40 million a year, you say yes. But, I'll um, go 0-16 for five years and go take take my 200 and go on home. Um, also, you got um, NFL. You got some other uh, COVID situations popping up. I Who mean, even now? I know with that Green Bay game tomorrow, I mean, they're still supposed to be playing it because um, that's tomorrow, right? 
What's the Thursday Green, game? Yeah, tomorrow? it's Green Bay and San Fran, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So and I know Green Bay's dealing with possibly some tests uh as well too, but they're kind of moving on and playing that schedule uh as B. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Um to the NBA. Um been quite a quiet front here in our backyard. Nothing really uh rumor wise. I mean the only thing I heard that's the music. Yeah, the only the only yeah. thing that I heard um We'll kind of get into when we get back. back I told you about the whole Derek White thing. But other than that, but we've got some other news coming from coaches that didn't get hired or players that didn't basically uh, sign for uh, or endorse certain coaches coming on board. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a variety of different flavors to choose from. Also, make sure you try their immune builder as well. That's Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Uh, yeah, NBA, switch gears a little bit. I have a tweet um, for you. You got uh, a tweet for me? For you, okay. yeah. For you. Okay, okay what you At Big Texas Giant. I hope you will ask Calvin on air. When it's all said and done, do you see LeBron owning a team in the NBA? I would say uh, be a part owner maybe because he inspires, you know, just like he did with MJ to become a – uh, majority owner. I think he's built enough relationships and business partnerships, especially by the time he gets in L.A., that would be able to raise the capital, be able to do that with no problem, especially here with it. The one thing I would say to proceed with caution with that, other than like MJ and other athletes, is LeBron might have a higher calling. LeBron might basically get in a situation to where um, – you know, if it's someday, if his politics involves something with taking his school program to another level that requires him more passionate about doing change instead of just adding an NBA team to his resume, his ownership. That's a good point. That right there, either or, it could sway either or. But to answer his question, if he wanted to, yes, because he would have enough partners and brands to be able to put it together to do it. Uh, that's the thing. We've seen things in the past, you know, like we just went through it with Alex Rodriguez, you know, uh, with the group that was trying to get, uh, you know, the Mets. It kind of fell through because it's big time. I mean, it's big time connection and big money that you got. We've had other athletes, you know, Jordan was very, um, very unique situation. Of course, you know, with Bob Johnson, the former CEO of BET, uh, that had the Bobcats and had that before Mike got it. There was a there was a real, you know, Mike's name and Mike's connection got him to be able to get in that. I think NBA, that, I think thing. Stern, like Stern, like they, his transition was a lot smoother because I feel like Stern and the NBA felt like they owed Mike. Like, it's like, yo, Mike, like, I mean, no, don't get it twisted. Bird and Magic, you know, got it off the respirator. Like, they got off the respirator. Like, Salami always used to tell us, before those two came along, the NBA Finals was on tape delay. Like, think about that. Mm -hmm. So they got it off the respirator, and then Mike, like, took it out the hospital, rehabbed it, 
and ran to Boston with it, literally. Well, so I think the, I think that's his transition. Because remember, he was he went over there to Washington. You know, he's kind of like built up their brand, helped it move up, became part owner, and then he went down to Charlotte. So it was a little bit different for Mike. I agree with that. And I'm not saying the NBA yeah. don't owe LeBron. LeBron's carried this league for eight, 17 they, years, so who knows? They owed him, but Mike had to have the right connection to Bob Johnson. I mean, in regards that too, to Bob absolutely, Johnson at that absolutely. time being the majority order, the way that deal was, I can't remember exactly, but I know I really paid attention to how that deal it was executed because you remember Bob Johnson at that time. I mean, you got to remember, I mean, Tigger had eight to BT. We know now Tigger had the basement on fire. I mean, everybody was tuning BT. That was the height of it. And next thing you know, Bob Viacom come with that check, and then his BT ain't been the same since then. No. And Viacom is the one that originally owned MTV. Right. But uh, Bob Johnson owned the thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the kind of that's that's the kind of the deal with that. Um, no, they, they didn't try to make VHF one more to BT, more black entertainment than they have. They pay attention to BT. They they put all the ghetto fight stuff on VH1 to try to exploit it. Make sure everybody in Atlanta, every house, every basketball wife is acting like that, breaking champagne bottles and fighting over glass tables. That's, that's not all of me. it, Calvin. That's what they show, man. No, I don't that's watch what they it. No. Put I don't on. watch it anymore. Exactly. That's what I'm I don't glad. Watch it anymore. I'm glad. I'm proud of you. That's that's this is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. That's part of the problem too, man. You know, it's what Q trying to talk about. Let's pay attention to really what's really going on. The way they exploit us, the way they make it. Yeah, put them out there. They'll tune into that. Got a 5.0 last night. Have them fight some more. <laughs> hey, anyway. It, reality TV gave us Cardi B. Oh, yeah. Reality TV gave Cardi B her life in the rap style because it wasn't lyrically. She didn't have to go to no Messiah. She didn't have to battle. No, no she didn't in. have to do that. I remember when Eve signed the Rough Riders. They put Eve in, they, they put Eve in a room with a bunch of dudes uh, at that time, I think part of the locks with their DMX I didn't even know was that. there. Yes, Eve had to come out of there and like really battle. And by that time, they knew she was the next one, and she sat around. But the point of it is, like Eve, no, Eve didn't have to go and do all this and show. Like back then, it's just different. These women that are on the charts right now is it's terrible. What they're throwing <laughs> out, it's terrible, man. They're not they're not sending no message, man. None of them. None of them. Hell, you even no, have one Rhapsody of the, does. You, I don't know if you're familiar with Rhapsody no, from that. TDE, but she she spits consciously. I mean, She's a the, rapper. One of the big name, one of the young guys now, um, even even baby, even little baby, even he made a song that's trying to, you know, this or whatever guy. Like these oh, women yeah. have no diversity right now, little so whatever. Pepper. All they want huh? to yeah, they have no <laughs> diversity whatsoever. They just want to tell you how much it cost. That's all. Just want to tell you how much it costs. That's true. If you want this? Is how much it costs. <laughs> you used to be looked down upon if you were considered living that lifestyle as a garden tool. Now you, now you, now you're praying. Wow, Jesus, you know, where's the next Queen Latifah when we need him? Anyway, NBA, so, NBA. So what's up, man? What, what's the deal you with the me. start of the league? I mean, is it December or it's supposed what's going to be? On? Now they're saying December twenty second. We should know by Friday. If we're gonna start on that, December. Is, you know, I thought about this. Like, this is that is a quick turnaround, man. I mean, I get it for the teams, like I said, that haven't played. But if you look at my, I know the age thing you broke down. But if you really do look at Miami, LA, Lakers, Denver, even if you look at Toronto, if you look Denver, at these the, the Denver, like December is a quick turnaround, man. He's hey, man. That's a lot of money lost. You got to find a way to make that money back up. I mean, it, but at the end of the day, there is the Golden States of the world, the Sacramento of the world. It's a quick you turnaround to, for a nurse shift right now, too. Yeah. 
That's, I mean, that's true. I think if they do this, this is where we're at permanently, though. And I do think there's a good I'm chance. I'm fine with that. I think there's a good chance we're at permanently. Are you fine with 72 games permanently? I'm fine with 72 games. I'm fine with battling against the NFL the least amount possible. October to December for the passerby in the NBA does not matter. You have people that do not care about the NBA from October till December. And then you have some people that don't care about it until after March Madness. So starting it in December won't hurt anybody. And 72 games, if the science says that these guys should be playing less games, then go less games. I think they're going to use this to really show the owners. Um, they're going to show the owners really how they can make how they're going to make this money up of these games missed. Uh, out of the 72 to 82, these 10 games missed. And if they can show them that, again, we talked about with the legalization of sports game, whatever, that's going to turn that around to where maybe like, okay, let's go to this. Because that would probably be better, 72 to 82, and then the start, the start time. I totally agree with you, you know, on that. 736-9760. Speaking of uh, NBA, what we've got some uh, – Things coming out of regards why certain guys didn't get jobs, uh, like yeah, with the Rock. Um, according to uh, Mark Stein of the New York Times, Mark hit or miss. Um, he's saying that uh, the owner Fertitta is that how you say it? I don't want to get it wrong. Hmm. Fertitta of the Rockets, he was really really high on Jeff Van Gundy, but when he went to his two stars. Harden and Westbrook, they were like, uh, no, we're not with, we're not with Jeff. We're not with Jeff coming in here and telling us when we suck. How dare a coach tell us when we suck? We don't want to hear that. We don't want his old school ways up in here. Wow, that's how you took that, huh? I mean, Jeff is from the old, I mean, Jeff was around, Jeff was, Jeff was on the court. Who was that? Whose leg was he holding? Alonzo Mourning. Like Jeff cut from a different cloth, man. Jeff got out there and was ready to bang with Alonzo Mourning. You think he's scared of James Harden and Westbrook? Like some of these guys don't want to be told nothing. And it was the Dallas Mavericks assistant that got it, right? Who got it? Silas Jr. Silas come from Mavericks, Sam? Yeah. Yes. Now, according to this report, Harden wanted either Tyron Lue or John Lucas II. And he didn't get either one of those. You talking about John Lucas, John Lucas? No, his oh, son. Oh, his right. son. Like, damn. No, 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 uh, no. Well, well, then to me, you know, to hear that report again with Harden and Westbrook to be on it, like they're making a decision who you don't want to come, but, but you I'm could thinking be like, working what? behind closed doors to get the hell out and go to Philly, Harden. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why you're asking them if there's a possibility that they're traded. But Houston has been stepped – Fertitta's also been steadfast that they're not trading James Harden, but they also said they weren't going to trade uh, CP3, and they ended up doing that. So, I don't know. It's a mess right now. Uh, definitely. Sounds yeah. like it. Um, sounds like it's a mess. But we'll find out how it goes. I mean, with them, the interesting thing is going to be the movement if they move Harden, like you said, what that team goes down to. Because in Houston, you have, like, you got one team that's standing steady. Even though they're labeled cheaters, you got one team in the Astros. You would if, if you if you lose Harden, and I'm pretty sure at that time Westbrook would go out. You're really looking at a full rebuild, and now you're like, who gets there faster for the city of Houston, the Texans, or back to the Houston Rockets? Well, I'm they gonna give you my up. opinion on Westbrook when we get back. Okay, All listen right. to the sports grind. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the uh, Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. Uh, they have all the name brand in apparel and rackets, and they have professional same-day restringing as well. You can shop online or go there in person. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. All right. So, uh, keep in mind. Yeah. What did you? You had some thoughts on uh, Russell Westbrook. I feel like James is tradable. I feel like James is tradable. I feel like w- because James has proven that you know, if you have him, you're gonna be a top three seed. You're gonna be in the hunt. I think Russ. I think his value has dropped, but the, what has not dropped is that forty million dollars a year he's owed for the next two or three years. I don't think Russ is. I don't think anybody wants to take on that contract. Um, looking at how it went with Kevin Durant, looking at how it went with Paul George, looking at now how it went with James Harden. On top of that, you can't shoot. On top of that, you can't shoot free throws. On top of that, you may. I don't know. He seems like a good guy, but it may be tough to play with. And then the cherry on top, you're owed forty million dollars a year for two or three years. So James is movable. So that's why I don't know if Fertitta's in in position to trade Harden because then you're going to be stuck with Westbrook and P.J. Tucker. So, And I guess whoever you would get back from Philly, I'm guessing that was going to either be Embiid or Ben Simmons depending on what the analytics tell Daryl Morey, who's more valuable. And I'm thinking it's going to be Embiid because Embiid can shoot the mid-range, Embiid can shoot the three. He doesn't have to clog the paint, whereas Ben Simmons, great defender, um, great in transition, but I don't know if he fits what Maury likes to do. So I would say I would say you're getting Ben Simmons back, but Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook, now you got two guys that can't shoot. Well, I will tell you this. If, if Ben Simmons doesn't approve and doesn't get the confidence to shoot a three when he's open or shoot the shot, he might not find a fit in the NBA period and the way this is going. I mean, yes, he's a great defender. Um, He was a red flag to me at LSU because that team, I mean, you go to LSU, was highly recruited, and you couldn't pretty much get LSU um, even in qualified for the tournament, I think it was. So he's just got to work on his game, man. He's just got to work on his shot. He's got to be kind of – he's got to evolve his game. He really does because if not, he's – and you know how I feel Embiid. I think think Embiid – Doc Rivers is kind of what Embiid needs, and I think that had Doc a lot to Rivers do with. Is what Embiid needs. Okay, I I'm think listening. that had a lot to do with Elton Brand going out to Doc and getting the deal because because El- Embiid needs a guy. Because remember where DeAndre Jordan was before Doc got a hold of him, and what Doc even brought DeAndre Jordan is, and Embiid got way more upside and talent than DeAndre or Jordan. He might not be as athletic. No, no, for that, sure, but no. basketball, pure basketball talent, post moves, and shot. Not even in the same ballpark as Embiid, but his work ethic, his conditioning, uh, he worked a little bit on his maturity in regards to, you know, staying a little bit off social media. Not everything's a joke, but his conditioning is a big problem. He could not give Brett Brown 35 to 38 minutes when he needed to, even in the bubble, uh, just because. Out 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 of shape. Too many Hulu commercials, I don't know. Doc is what he needs, man. If I were Hulu, I would feel attacked by you. Every time you bring up somebody having commercials, you start with Hulu. Like that's the only. One of my good friends worked there, but I mean, to me, um, 
it's just I, it's not so much them as a product or nothing like that. It's just their athletes, their marketing campaigns. I mean, you know, they're they they've chosen to use a bunch of guys that and really accomplished nothing yet, but they got a lot of hype and they own social media a lot. Um, that's their whole deal. Dame, Baker, and then B. You know, <laughs> that's their spokesman. You know, Ulu got a lot of sports. I'm just telling you, B, Doc is what he needs. Because Doc will tell him straight, like, look, man, you need to lose some weight. You need to get better shape. You need to get to the weight room and get your ass on the post and the block. Doc is going to be, this is going to be a very, and that's why that, look, there's a couple things that intrigue me about Philly situation. For one, you know, you make this change and switch, and you bring in Daryl Murray, but you give Elton Brand an extension, and you bring Daryl Murray in, but you keep Elton Brand for one, then you give him an extension, and then you hire a guy like Doc Rivers that is really not in the, that jives really with the Daryl Murray kind of analytical world. Unless Daryl Morey's going to sit there and say, hey, I showed you what I had with Dan Antonio as a coach. Let me show you what my theory is and what my analytical does with Doc Rivers. Because Doc Rivers is going to be preaching to Embiid, get down on the block, man. He, I don't you see Doc so? style of wanting Embiid to sit out there and shoot threes. But like you said, Daryl Morey might sit there and look at that as well. He's more important than uh, Ben Simmons because – he can shoot the three, and he's a big man. That's going to be intriguing to me. That that's going to be intriguing to me. I, what I do you know mean if, if they can just all get along? And yeah, coexist? I don't know if that's going to work between Elton Brand and Maury. That you know, that's a that looks like a philosophy clash for me. Except if it comes in uh, different, if they come differently, or one of them changes their tune a little bit. That's the way I see that. Seven three six nine seven sixty. So we'll just wait on when they announce to decide on the start of the season. Uh, like I said, it's been kind of a, a short. Uh, not short, but it's been a quiet uh, news front for your San Antonio Spurs. Nothing really to uh, to talk about that way. Or even though I know somebody painted a moral down on the south oh, side, Becky. the west side, or somewhere like that, uh, uh, Becky. Yeah, I saw Becky got her mural. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Why is that nice? Because. Give her some do. Give you her the job. Becky. She's only sitting there waiting around. That's a, Becky's the only female you've ever gone to bat for on this show. She actually paid her dues. She actually played the sport. She paid her dues. She's she's coming up under under uh, boot camp, under Pop, the way that Pop has stuff signed, you know, but she made quick movements. Like, they leapfrog her to all these spots and then up the bench, up the bench, but it's like, uh, I got ejected tonight, but Tim's taking over. I know. I'm going to be out, personal reasons, Tim's taking over. Unlike these women that are leapfrogging, leapfrogging, next thing you know, they're the middle line judge on Sunday at 3 o'clock. There's one chick with the ponytail, man. Every game. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Am I watching? She's ref, man. Like Sean Payton let her ass have it on the sideline. Like he didn't wow, shoot her out God. in that that Saints game you know what? and whatever. 
that it was the Saints of Tampa game. There's another, there was a goal line thing that she that she ran in with that I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, come on. You know, NFL, are we just trying to make a statement? Are these, are they Hey, qualifying? well, if, you, if she's out there, she's supposed to get okay. chewed out. Okay. All right. But she paid her. I'm sure she, you act like they got her off the couch. You act like they pulled her out of the kitchen. Like, put those pork chops down. Come on out I here. Didn't she's say paid that. her dues. I didn't say that. Paying your dues, I mean, I don't know. I mean, reffing the, uh, what, what's some of the leagues? What's one of them? Um, what's those bikini leagues in Austin? Wow. What are those football things? Lingerie I mean, get, bowl. Yeah. You're reffing wow. that, pay your dues on that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just all I'm saying on that. Becky Hammond, no. She's played the game. She knows the game. And like I said, that young group, and she won a, league, a summer league championship. Give her a shot. But it's still old front, man. I know Becky's like, man. And again, look how many jobs she's turned down. Yeah, she went on an NBA job, rightfully so. Hey, man, Jawan Howard had to wait, and he ended up going to college. Patrick Ewan paid all his dues. He ended up having to go to college. Hey, Becky, you be okay. There's a lot. Sam Cassell don't have a job. Okay, Mark Jackson set the foundation for Golden State. He can't get back in. Tyron Lue just got back in. He won the title, went to four straight finals. Becky's not the only There's person waiting. There's personal going with Mark Jackson, though, man. Yeah, Mark got different. blackballed yeah, for sure. just because his, maybe his comments behind closed doors. But anyway, 736-976, you listen to Sports Crime. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget to go check out their newest facility to San Antonio, 13,000 square feet, full bar, uh, you know, golf simulator, still got the biggest cash games in town. That is Rounders Car Club, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, without further ado, it's about that time. We're at the midweek of the week. Time to do our weekly recap and peek ahead. We're joined by CEO of Sharpside Sports, James. How you doing this afternoon, James? What up, Jay? I'm, I'm good, fellas. How you guys doing? All right, man, just hanging in there. Um, well, I know this weekend, man, because um, we kind of talked on uh, Friday, and even though you sent me some of your plays in the card, um, a lot of our casual listeners, we've heard the words of bad beats before, uh, but it looks like you might have experienced some on uh, Saturday and on Sunday. Yeah, it was brutal. And I got to say, me and my uh, partner, John, were sitting next to uh, each other watching an Ohio State game. And we're thinking, okay, well, there's a possibility they're going to go for two, but they might kick it. And we're praying that we see the field goal kicker come on the field. But sure enough, the offense was left on. Um, and for those who weren't keeping score at home, uh, if we would have just kicked that extra point, we would have pushed the 64 total. Uh, instead, they went for two, lost the two, and then sure enough, missed the field goal. I think in a, was it the last two minutes, Calvin? Something Around like that. Around that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last two or three minutes, a 23-yard field goal wide left, um, and we went under the total of 64. And, and then the next day, uh, we had the Chargers, which I know we all know how that played out. Um, mm-hmm. That was another one that stung, too. So back-to-back, uh, it was pretty brutal. But uh, like we always say, at least we went 
those losses were to go even rather to, than to have a bad weekend. So um, not what we were hoping for, but not a bloodbath. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> well, you know, um, looking ahead a little bit, even to college, because, you know, we've got the MAC action tonight, then we've got uh, Pac-12 getting going. And I'm kind of taking a glance at the board, but the NFL, because uh, I've always had a custom that this is the time, once you get to the halfway point of the season or whatever, uh, usually the books and the line setters, I mean, you got more data and more sample size of, you know, who's what, what teams are what, but this is kind of where the lines get a little bit tougher and a little bit more uh, tight, per se, in regards to different in different ways how they mix it up. What's on, what's on your radar? What's the movement in the market uh, this week looking ahead, even on the NFL or the college side that you see? Yeah. So first off, how great was that uh, Pittsburgh and and, uh, and Baltimore game last week? Really I mean, good, entertaining game for yeah, sure. Wasn't it great? And it, it, even though Baltimore outgained Pittsburgh, it just goes to show how important the turnover battle is, um, especially in the NFL. But I think I came on and I talked to you guys last week, right, about how that was going to be the most that game of, of the new yes. uh, window. Yeah. So those guys got their money their money worth, and I will say this: that the books crushed it this weekend just because. Like you said, Calvin, teams or, or books really uh, keep up with, with the numbers, and, and this is when they really start getting to the public. I think underdogs went 10-4 and four against the spread, um, and straight up the Baltimore uh, game, not ha- having Baltimore not cover off of a bye week where a lot of the public thought uh, Pittsburgh was going to be at a disadvantage there. That helped big time. I think there was $200,000 bets on, on Baltimore to cover, cover the four and a half, hmm. um, and we know how that played. Uh, the funniest bet that I saw the week, which uh, was a lucky, lucky for one better who bet with bet NGM. So he had $270,000 on the Eagles money line for the first quarter. Now, did you guys watch that slot fest or no? The Eagles, the Eagles saw, Cowboy, yeah, it's yeah. the region we in. We, <laughs> we had no choice. You know, so you got to watch it? Yeah. So, and I think it was, like we said, it was a Sunday night game. But So the Eagles scored, if you remember, they scored that touchdown with two seconds left yes. on the clock. Yes. So that that guy had about a $540,000 swing wow. with that touchdown Ooh. catch with two seconds left on the clock. He cashed it, though. He cashed it. So one guy uh, actually got to beat the books. But um, as far as, as the rest of the betting public, um, it was the best sports book or the best weekend for sports book that uh, the uh, casinos have seen this this week. So be cautionary or caution to the win, I guess, when you're when you're betting the board this weekend, just because sports do have the best numbers. Sportsbooks have the best numbers now since the season has gotten mm-hmm. uh, further along. Again, we're joined by Jane from Shortside Sports. I know we and Kyle talked about it when we first came on, Jane. Have you ever seen an election swing this many points back and forth plus 100, minus 160, plus 600? Have you ever oh, seen crazy. one like this? No, I see. So I came privy to that. The offshore is having these live odds up um, last year. And honestly, I turn off the TV and just look at that. But I mean, it is just insane. And it really stole the show from everything. I mean, Twitter, uh, Facebook, yes. even you had articles from, from uh, you know, betting websites. They're all talking about the presidential election. It was just absolutely wild. Because you're right, Rudy. It was like minus, you know, he, he, Trump goes from, I think he was a, a dog plus 150. And then he goes to being minus 500 and then down 200 and then up 300. And what I've been reading online is that the betting public, and this is mainly overseas, so when I'm talking about betting public for this, it's usually British or European people, right? Um, Because I (laughs) I was talking to one of you guys' producers. Isn't it funny? It's like red zone for like six hours straight. You know, it's like, all right, this state just came in for Trump. This state just came in for Biden. So you know these guys over there watching all this coverage. But what I've been reading is that the betting public over there 
overreacted to Florida. They thought that Florida was going to be the, the, the state to really push wow. Trump over the edge. And that is what caused this huge swing. Um, and I joked with Calvin earlier today, you know, if you trust offshore books and you have $100,000 laying around, you would have made a killing betting on the underdogs on the other side because it's just been going back and forth and back and forth. You would have had at least secured yourself, you know, half of your bankroll um, just in one night. So crazy, crazy night. Um, and I guess it made for good TV too, you know? So um, I always said that guy on CNN, I forget his name. I think it's John King. That guy needs a raise on election nights or election years rather. I mean, he is all over the place. They need to get him a stool. <laughs> get him a stool. <laughs> uh, you know, um, also, you know, also before we get out of here, I don't know if you heard, you hear that uh, Tennessee, because uh, they had it on the ballot. I mean, Louisiana passed it. Uh, they legalized sports betting. And then Tennessee that I'm hearing that they've just adopted online sports betting. Yeah. And Louisiana, too. Yeah. Louisiana, too. Yeah. So it's moving that way. I mean, I don't know when uh, Texas will see it be done. Uh, I just I, you see the growth of it and the projection growth of it. And I think that as more and more states get this revenue from books. You just have to think um, that it's going to be going that way to being, you know, all over the nation, which hopefully we see see here pretty soon. Um, I would expect it still to be like a five-year growth. But, um, yeah, it's great news for us. Um, great news for anyone who likes to get action on the game here. There. Uh, tonight, you got one, two, three, seven games tonight, six games tonight. Where are you thinking most of the money? Where do you think most of the money and the calls and everything's coming from for that for those six games tonight? I know this is weird. What is it, Mac? Is that Mac Cal? Yeah, Mac, Mac action. action. Mac yeah. action Mac, tonight. Mac action, baby. Yeah, people love the action. Um, <laughs> it is tough to predict where the uh, where the sharp actions are going to come from. And right now, I'm, I'm trying to see where all the bets are, and it's just it's not that much because it is these small schools, you know, like an Akron or Ball State. Um, so not, not many betting public people know of these names or know of the teams. Right. Um, but I think as we go on, especially with, I think Thursday night football is going to be done with, um, cause of COVID, uh, tomorrow. And then I don't know when, or yeah, tomorrow. And then I don't know when they cut it off in a couple of weeks, but I think you're going to start to see people really try to pay attention to this action just because it is Wednesday. Um, and we're going to be without stuff for the near future. I heard you guys talking about the NBA, um, earlier and, I've heard quotes from them saying that, that it's basically going to be a you-know-what show um, moving forward. And they're optimistic they're going to get it done by Christmas, but who knows? There's just so many moving parts. Um, so you're going to start to see these smaller uh, conferences and, and uh, I guess, smaller uh, uh, games that most people don't pay attention to really get uh, increase in action here um, as the season progresses. Hmm. All right, James, man. Well, I appreciate, appreciate you checking you, in with us today, man. And we'll catch up with you and holler at you on Friday. All right. Sounds good, guys. Enjoy okay. Day. All right, Have a James. good one. Thanks. All right, man. So, yeah. So this is the time that you need definitely need to go to Sharpside and get some of their packages. Because, like I said, at the, uh, at, the, at the NFL level, especially college for the NFL level, this I'll tell you this right now, this weekend's a tough a tough board this weekend, and that's kind of what happens every year where you have some upsets, you have non-upsets, and then you start to get midway. Um, and, of course, everybody follows the NFL season, but if you don't follow the trends and you don't follow with regards to a system you got, uh, you, you'll get your ass tore coming the second half of the NFL because <laughs> NFL is tough, man, because it's deceiving. You know what? Dude, it's that's deceiving. what I'm saying. Like the you Titans, have to go through it to Like know the it. Titans are rolling, and yeah. then, you know, you have the, what's happened the last two weeks. You think you have the NFL figured out, 
And then next thing you know, Cincinnati beats the Titans. Yeah. Perfect example. Or the Broncos you, you, come back with the Chargers. It, 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 it's no way it, to tell, and man. You talk about you bring up that team. Perfect example. Tennessee and Chicago this week. Oh. Right now, the line on that game is basically Tennessee minus five and a half. Now that five and a half, we've seen that surface over the last few weeks here and there. But you know, that's the same line that the Saints got going into Chicago. Chicago covered, but then you have Tennessee that was almost that got up to a touchdown favorite that lost outright to Cincy over the weekend. How are they going to react at home in Nashville to come that? So that's the reason why they give you like you would like to see that game at a Tennessee minus three, three and a half, two and a half. Nope. They give it to you a a number like that. A potential cricket number like that at five and a half. So even if you buy it two points up, that's seven and a half. You buy it down, uh, that's three and a half. So it gets you in the middle. So those are the type of lines. But when you go to sharpsidesports.com, those packages, make sure you use the SGE1 promo code. It gives you those type of information and analytical, especially. And don't forget about the SGE Pick 6 premium package. And if you're not following use me on Instagram, the promo code, use the promo code. Um, and then probably going to have it on the link of the bio. I got to put it up there so people will use it. But make sure you follow me on Instagram at SG underscore picks. Now, we got some breaking news. Uh, coming in when we get back uh, that I came across because we're up against it now, but we'll get that out uh, when we get back. Listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. Jacking hammers and bows, back to the mackin' and jacking the clothes. Adolescents packing a foe. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and looters in the cut. All right, back here on the sports grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um yeah, the breaking so news. Breaking news. Um Detroit Lions have released a statement in regards to Matthew Stafford will be leaving the team based off the fact of in COVID protocol. Really? Yeah. Um, What you got? That's the Michigan-related breaking news you have? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what we're going to say until yeah. we get yeah. at uh, least three more. Sam. That's a good one. Sam. I don't want to jinx it, Sam. We're going to wait, Sam. Let's wait. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm praying. So, uh, <laughs> Stafford, yeah. Um, it's COVID related protocol. Well, the thing is, like I told you, what happened to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, confidentiality that the players and the league agreed to. Cause like I said, everybody, but keep in mind, it doesn't necessarily mean that he contracted it. It doesn't mean it he has it, but he he's come in contact somebody. with somebody. And Detroit has the division game with Minnesota, who's coming off of that win against Green Bay. That's right. Um, they're at home and Ford Field to help host in Minnesota. Uh, so most likely he won't be playing uh, this Sunday. And keep in mind with Matthew Stafford, if my memory serves me correct, he was involved into a uh, a uh, false positive test yes, early on, and his wife had problems with that. And his wife went to Twitter, and you know his wife's been through a lot. I, I she think had she's brain a, surgery. Uh, if yeah, I'm not I don't mistaken. know if it was a cancerous or something like that. Right. But she's been through a lot, but I remember that you know she kind of took that on personal. So uh, according, I know SI has it according to that. So that's uh that's one of those that again you're starting to get into, and you got to wonder. Um, and I think that's why you kind of heard the NFL talk about this whole eight teams, because as we're getting into the cold winter of this, 
and this virus is going to spike, you're probably going to have these teams I hope in the don't. East Coast. Oh, it is. You hope, you open <laughs> in the East Coast that they're probably anticipating more of cases around these teams that you're going to have to cancel. Um, to be honest with you, we, we've kind of made it as far further than I thought we would have to make it without having to at least stop the season for like a week or two. I always knew once they started they were going to finish it regardless. But the, the, the reason I had hope was baseball. The way baseball started – I was like, dude, we're not we're not finishing any sport, you know, with them being outside the bubble, and you know, it came together perfectly, not perfectly, but it came together just fine, and they were able to crown a champion. Um, I felt like if they were able to get, because remember, I don't remember which team it was like Florida, the Cardinals or the Cubs. I don't remember. It was like three or four teams that were that just couldn't get on the field, and they made it through. So it gave me hope for football. Yeah. I mean, but we're get, we're getting to the end of it uh, here to the – well, let's say the end of it. We're to a little bit past the halfway mark where really, like I said, as the season changes in these cases. And, like, I'm surprised. That's why I just – I hope I didn't jinx it, but I just said it the other day uh, on yesterday's show about I'm surprised that Green Bay hasn't um, – you know, I was surprised that they didn't really suffer that much of outbreak. And then we hear that they've got – I think they had a few uh, cases here and there. Uh, that they might have gotten, but they still think that they're going to go ahead and play this game uh, tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, um, what else we got to today? We talked a little NBA. Um, we talked about that. Let's. Uh, oh, we'll do the second this is what quarter. We do. Where you yeah, want to go? You, Where you, you want to go? You wanted to do the. Uh, we do it in quarters. I don't think we should do it every week, but every four games. I mean, we the, we, we hit the eight. We hit the eight week mark, didn't we? Yeah, and you. Okay. And this is this is all together, right? This is uh, this is uh, power rankings of NFL. This is just top AFC, NFC, top five. Down. It don't matter. It don't matter. NFC, AFC, don't okay, matter. Okay, from bottom. To Start top. at five. I'm going to have to put here. Let me go to that. It's better for me to go off the top. Of the okay. It's for me to go top. Okay. Pittsburgh is one. Pittsburgh one. Chiefs okay. two. Kansas City would be two. Okay. Uh, Gotta be. I would say Tampa three. What? Timeout. Let's stop right there. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But explain to me how you have Tampa there above Seattle. Well, Tampa Bay's uh, clicking. Arizona went and lost the game to the Cardinals. On no, the I said Seattle. Seattle lost the game to Arizona just the last week. A week ago on that, that third Sunday night game. Tampa, Tampa lost Bay's to Chicago. Been- Tampa, Tampa, Rudy, right now. That was, that was, uh, granted, that was two, three weeks well, ago. Well, first but of still, all, for, screw all that. It's your top five. But screw I'm all just that. Saying. I'll tell you overall, I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is better than Seattle's defense. Oh, hands down. I mean, not even, that's, as, not, as even, that's not even thing, up for debate. I mean, really, it comes down. And look, it, it, Tampa Bay wasn't world beaters against the Giants Monday night. Uh, but I think the way they're playing, and, and this weekend will say a lot. Because uh, uh, the Saints... The Saints are not the Saints coming into this. I, I keep harping on this, Michael. Okay. I keep harping on this Michael Thomas situation, uh, but this will tell a lot about Tampa because again, you got the second time around. Uh, Tampa got this team when they were Week One, just starting out. So, but I do think you might see Saints' best game that you've seen in a while up to this point okay. because of this. But go but ahead. I'm gonna go, so Tampa's I'm gonna three. Go Tampa three. Uh, 
four, I would then I would probably go ahead and go with your Seattle. Okay. And then rounding out five, I would I would still have to go. This is going to be between these two teams right now, um, because you know Green Bay normally would be in this spot, but they're not. Uh, they they lost. They they got they lost. They're coming again. off a loss. Uh, so really, I think the spot, and I would give the fifth spot to the Ravens, but I would say the the tie would either be between the Ravens and the Colts, and we're gonna find that out this yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So so the teams that left off the top five, you didn't have. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Titans, you didn't have the Colts, um, you didn't have the Saints, and you don't have the Cardinals in your top five. And yeah, all those teams, a, all those a, teams are five and two or better. Yeah, I just the way they're playing. I mean, Tennessee just lost to the Bengals. No, I can't. Tennessee's I got on a two you. game losing streak. Yeah, I got to bump you down for that because I had the Colts. What about the, the Colts? The Colts. Um, you know, they de- de- Detroit was a horrible uh, defensive effort from Detroit. Uh, part of that they got um, they got Darius Leonard back, uh, so they were able to get him back. So that paid some dividends for them. Um, let me see. I think with the like I said, I think Baltimore, Baltimore was still able to move the ball very, uh, very well against Pittsburgh. So I'm going to keep Baltimore, and I'm going to give uh, Baltimore the edge because I really think this weekend with Baltimore, it's going to be a really like a night and day for Philip Rivers and the Colts' offense because Philip, the, the Detroit couldn't put no pressure on him. Baltimore and Harbaugh are going to make sure that they're able to get to Phillip where he's going to have to make decisions with the football better. But I will just tell you that I think right now it's an edge for that fifth spot between Baltimore and the Colts, and I'll give it to whoever wins it this this Uh, I don't mind the Baltimore because they were in that game. They were in that game. They were up 17-7, to had a good chance to win that game against the best team in the league that we both think. Um, So even though – you know, I, the Pittsburgh seven and zero, but they've had some nail biters the past couple of weeks. You still got them an edge over the Chiefs, even though they've had some nail biters the Ooh, last Pittsburgh? couple. Because I mean, they barely think, got out the Titans game, they barely got out the Ravens game, but you still got the Chiefs yeah, behind. I, I still do because first of all, I think Chief, if there's a bad matchup for the, the Chiefs and the NFL it's right Pittsburgh. now, it's Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh has the firepower to keep them with the offense. But I think Pittsburgh's defense is better than Kansas City. So if that game comes down to a stop, I think Pittsburgh will be able to get a stop. Baltimore is a bad – Kansas City's in Baltimore's head. 
you know, it's because it's not that Baltimore can't really match up with them talent-wise. It's the fact that it's a bad matchup in regards to because Kansas City has showed they just have to get up on them early. And like you've alluded to, Lamar Jackson, this offense is not really built to come from behind. <clears throat> with Pittsburgh, I just think Pittsburgh, even no disrespect to the champs, I'm pretty sure we'll decide it on the field if no injuries have it. But I think Pittsburgh is just a better overall team, even with the Bush, the Devin Bush injury, than Kansas City. I think they play more clean, cleaner games. Uh, and I just think the defense is a little bit more better. And if there's a defense that can mirror what you've seen the Patriots do to Mahomes, what you've seen Oakland do that was a victory against the Kansas City Chiefs, what you really see Denver do as well. Because keep in mind, Kansas City didn't convert a third down in that Denver game. Denver gave up 21 That's points Vic between offense there. and there. That's Vic yeah. over there. He's a you know, um, And so it's one of those situations to where and, – and I still got to figure out this Le'Veon Bell – and the rookie situation, I, I, how they're going to handle this tandem and regards to I think Le'Veon's still learning the playbook, so they're only able to use them sporadically. Yeah. Why? Who's your top five? My top five, I would go. I would go Chiefs, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Tampa, and probably the Ravens. Like I told you, I probably go with the Ravens, but you know, I still like the Titans. I still like the Colts. But yeah, that's probably where I would go. Buffalo's still sitting there at six and two, but there's something about the eye test with me with Buffalo doesn't sit well with my spirit. I like Buffalo out the gate. I was high on Buffalo coming out the gate, but their last three to four games, I haven't been overly impressed. And, and that's, they're plus minus, they're minus one. It's six and two, but their point differential is minus and one that's on the fair season. enough assessment because I think that Buffalo was headed toward their uh, third loss out of four games if that game goes into overtime against New England. I think Cam just again, you know, fumbled the ball away. And that's an end. You know, I know it's going to be a dumpster fire. Most people are like, yeah, what? whatever. It's another bad Monday night promo. Uh, Who we got this Monday? Game. But it's going to tell a lot. That's the Jets and the Patriots. It's going to you know, tell a lot about Cam and the or. Patriots. It's kind of crazy because you got the Jets that are winless right now. There's people playing bets on they're going to go 0-16. And, and you got the Patriots that are really struggling in uncharted territory they've been since Bill, Bill's got there. And he can't stand the Jets organization. Mm. He can't stand them. Uh, that's going to be an interesting just for the standpoint of where really the – I mean, is the Patriots really going to give the Jets their first win of the season? You know, I, I don't know. But I'll tell you, I think it's going to be closer than what people think in regards to just the personnel and what they're working with. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it turns out. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Routers Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. Don't forget they're your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have three locations now. Their main location is located off of Petranco right across from Walmart. And their flagship is on Petranco Pass 211. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of Sports Grind. Um... Yeah, so that's that's kind of where my uh, rankings would be at this point. Um, 
in time. But again, that'll that can flux fluctuate depending on what happens with that uh, matchup in Lucas Oil between uh, the Ravens and the Colts. That should tell us a lot in general about that in regards to that. So, um, also now you also said in the docket today you said something about. I forgot about what to about the Jags being worse. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted the the battle of the booty, battle of the booty, battle of the boo boo. As another team, that's another team that you that's worse than the boys. The Jags, the Jags and Jets are worse than the boys. If we're gonna battle for the boo boo, let's let's play it fair. That Jags team got to win against the Colts. Oh. oh and that Jags team competes a the little Cowboys bit more. The Cowboys have a win over the Falcons and, first and the all, Giants. First of all, we, we just knew. Let's battle for the booty no, fairly. We knew Jags were going to be bad. I'm talking from an effort standpoint, man. I, that's fine. They got This team has – Dallas has two wins. One that They should have one win on the season. They should have one win. They've got two, and we're going to see when the next one comes. Because they got Pittsburgh – now, that line's not even out in most places just because you can't I – mean, they don't even know what quarterback's going to go for Dallas. Um, you know, also, I've seen that uh, – what's the Uncle Rico? I've seen that meme. Who's me, Uncle Rico? The, the, who's the Uncle Rico? You've seen that, Sam? What's the quarterback? The Uncle Rico? Say, who's a crazy quarterback? The Whatever they use in the meme. I don't know oh, how that would come with Dallas. Or maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. But it's a lot going around, basically makeshift from the Dallas. Somebody even supposed to think like they signed the the tire that spits off the balls, the catch machine. So they signed <laughs> that, that. <laughs> the quarterback. Um, no, but that's I don't know, man. It's pretty bad right now for Dallas. It's really bad. It's bad. But Jerry said, hey, they're not giving up. They're still in the they're still in the hunt for the NFC's title. That's just uh, are they? Yeah, they are. That's what they say. That's the reason why they wasn't a tremendous sellers. At the at the bot at the uh, trade deadline, you know that's when they went total sellers that way. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Switching gears back to college. Uh, told you about uh, some games that we'll probably get to come uh, Friday tomorrow. Um, you know you got the Florida and Georgia uh, game out there. You got um, Florida and Georgia. Who else? You got um, who was the other one that I was interesting game for. Um, for A&M this weekend, because they go to South Carolina, and South Carolina and a must champ, they've been one of those. Yeah. You've doubted A&M the best team in the West, or the second best team in the West. They are. Well, LSU LSU looks like, LSU looks like some, they look like Tennessee, okay? Auburn is not what it's supposed to be. Well, that might be the game that we're Auburn up. They put a 40-piece, I think, on LSU. Yeah, Bo has been struggling. Their sophomore quarterback, Bo Nix, grew up wanting to be an Auburn quarterback. He struggled for the most part, but he it seemed like he got off the mat. Hot boys, uh, LSU Tigers, let them get off and the Clemson, mat. Clemson-Notre Dame this week, one and four. With no Trevor Lawrence and a practice canceled because of voting. So Dabo, you that. got – so Dabo, you got coming in there kind of with a chip. Speaking of that, did you see – did you see uh, – there's been a lot of guys getting swirly at the media lately, like Jerry Jones telling the Who the, got the swirly guys, this week? Uh, did you see Brian Kelly when they asked him uh, Notre no. Dame if he thought Notre Dame was elite program? And and Brian started ready. He goes, well, we won 23 out of some games. We've been to four or five bowls. He goes, the record this and that. He starts spinning already. He goes, so you, you tell me. Y'all decide. He got pissed because they asked him, is Notre Dame elite program? And he's gone well, what, to a okay, national championship game. What is elite to you? 
I guess that's the question. What does elite mean? When we say elite, do we mean you've been to multiple Final Fours since we've gone to this format? Like, what is it? What's our definition of elite? My definition, I think it's eyes. It's each his own. I think my definition of elite programs right now are only really reserved for a couple programs, and that we're speaking of college. Because uh, remember, Salam used to always talk about there's really is there really no parity in college football. That's kind of where the whole we get in these parity debates in sports. And in elite status, the elite terminology to use, there's only a few programs that can hold that right now. That's Alabama. They're in a class of their own. Clemson is closing to God. I think Clemson's an elite program. Um, and I would say Ohio State. I think those are the only three programs that I think that you have the elite status at right now. Everybody else is trying to close the gap and get there. So I would say Brian Kelly, regardless of him spitting out 27 they're straight wins, two national championship appearance, he thinks they are, but I don't think Notre Dame is in that elite. Are Because if good they're program? elite, then what's Clemson? What's Alabama? Yeah. What's Ohio State? Yeah. Hell, hadn't Oklahoma been to more Final Fours than Notre Dame? Now, credit to Notre Dame. They're uh, – what is it? What are they considered? Independent schedule is tougher than Oklahoma's Big well, Twelve admission schedule. Well, is tougher too to get in their school for the athletes. I mean, yeah, it's, their, it's, their 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 independent schedule is tougher than Oklahoma's schedule. Oklahoma's Big Twelve schedule, but elite programs. There's three, man. It's 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 Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. Those are the only three. Programs. Georgia's not elite. Not yet. No. He's a Kirby's if Georgia ain't elite, then Notre Dame ain't elite. I, I, not yet. You see it. He's on his way. They went to back-to-back SEC championship games, but they play in the other conference. They haven't cracked it. They've been to one Final Four. They lost to O. No, they beat OU in that Final Four matchup. Um, ah, that's a good question, Rudy. I, I might piss some Georgia fans off, but I can't give them the lead. No, because they, they haven't. Not in the Clemson and Ohio State and Alabama. No, okay. they've all got national championships, those three that we speak of. Speaking of Clemson, Clemson's beaten Alabama in the national championship game. Uh, Ohio Clemson. State has beaten Alabama in a national semifinal game. Yes. Uh, all three of those programs are the only elite programs in college now. I'll tell you who's supposed to be elite. Ooh. Who's supposed to be elite, and that's that team in I-35 of Austin. Texas is supposed to be elite. But they're not quite there no, yet. No, they're not. They're number 22 in the nation. They're not there yet. And we might, yeah. 736-976. Listen to the Sports Grind. Ooh. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Cry, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. Great company to work for. I do a lot of stuff in the surrounding communities. That's Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget, uh, go to sharpsidesports.com. Uh, I'll be releasing a cover of the day on uh, IG here the next hour or two. We got Mac action tonight, so it'll be one of the Mac games. 
So if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you follow me at SGE under, uh, picks underscore. Uh, and then we'll get that released here. And then we'll be getting ready to uh, bounce back on the foundation premium picks uh, this weekend. On that note, uh, again, that's sharpsidesports.com. Go there and use the SGE promo uh, one code. Um, also, I think we covered everything uh, that we wanted to, to get to today. Uh, tomorrow, uh, as of what we know right now, the uh, Green Bay game and San Fran game, San Fran game will be will continue. Uh, gave you the update on Matthew Stafford. He's out, you know, which he had a big fantasy day last week, weekend too. Uh, if you use him in fantasy, he was one of the highest rated quarterbacks yards wise last week. So he won't be utilized this weekend, uh, per se. Um, also what else? I think that's pretty much about, uh, about it, about it. So brace about yourself it. later on tonight. Uh, um, yeah, we got a, what CNN and Fox have given Michigan to Biden, but, I know uh, the Trump the Trump campaign is already asking for uh, recounts in Wisconsin, Michigan, and I think that's it, right? And Arizona, I think they're asking for a recount in Arizona as well. So as it stands right now, if Biden wins Nevada, he wins. But like you said, that's that's still to be determined. Yeah, well, it, no, it's wouldn't gonna, celebrate it's just gonna yet. be dragged out. I mean, that's why I just think it was irresponsible for uh, Trump's press conference yesterday. Last evening, I mean, it looks even worse. Even if you want to play this card, if this is the plan all along, should have just went with uh, waited till now or waited till uh, they were. It was called, other states were called. Then to put your legal action into recourse. That's why everything's been set up uh, about the melon battling and all that. It's just, it's just a way to kind of go out gracefully if that's what, uh, if that's what the people. Uh, a voice to do. I always thought it was a numbers game this time around in regards to they. Uh, actually uh, got out and vote, and then and this just shows you the power of uh, uh, the the. It shows you the power of the athletes. Do you think uh, so? What do you mean? Do I think so? Would I know so? The power of no, basically athletes. The power of the sports. The power of the social media to get out in the movement. I, I mean, in regards to vote. It depends not on who saying, you ask. If that's not, a good thing, though. Well, it, it's one of those things in regards to. Where it's when you got a when you got a situation where it's going to be to really fill out what the people go instead of people just staying at home and not to vote. I mean, true basically that. what that true other that. party true has that. basically you know you know decided to do. That's part of the game that the politic game that's been around forever. Um, so I think due to the heights of it and everything like that, because to me it's common sense in regards on to the early turnout record votings. I mean, like you know, you go back to Obama's first time that he ran. I think it was was against Mick Ronnie who they run. I mean, records records turned out that way. That wasn't because of his counterpart running. It was because basically the first wow. African American uh, man was running president. This time around, it was obvious. It's just that you got four years of of, of people wanting him out. Is that way? And, I, and honestly, in my opinion, uh, like I said, I haven't thought everything that he's done has been bad in his term. But I thought he totally blew it in the last six, seven months, period. Instead of stocks in too much other stuff that wasn't the substance, and he screwed up every other thing possible if there was anything good, and that's why I kind of figured the outcome was going to be that way. And um, and he lost a lot of support from the people that supported him last time, even supported even, even people 
of minorities. I think even though he had high turnout since it's just the way it is, man, and it goes in cycles. And, and like I said, and I, and I stand by what I said. I didn't think anything was going to change regardless of this outcome, not the way the country's divided. It's a long way to go. Um, you know, I think both parties still need to be held accountable in regards to how the minority vote is treated. And I think that's brought to the high front with guys like Ice Cube, which I'm down with what he's basically been preaching for a while now in regards to that. Yeah, I so get I where I get things, Ice Cube, it came off wrong, but I understood where he was coming yeah, from. I think I think a lot of that is is the learning experience to go from this on on where they go. And every party has gone through their time where they've had to revamp They've had to look at things going, you know, after it was a landslide the second time around Obama, the right, the Republicans at that time said, hey, how are we going to go into the inner cities and get those black votes? We've got to change our way of doing things. Every party goes through this. But this right here, this is going to be an embarrassment for the country. Uh, what, for the, the way whole it's going to draw state, out? The way this is going to draw out. This is the, I, I mean, this is going to be an embarrassment. It's just what it is. But I knew that we were headed that way. Anyway. Um, I guess just sit by your TV. Huh? You ain't gonna be watching Mac. You gonna be watching CNN and Fox. No, you ain't gonna be watching Mac. Just wait for the Mac. legal updates, man. I already know where it's. I already know where it's heading. It's just one of the things. I already know what it is. You're gonna get a bunch of people already screaming foul when this was already set into play, man. It was already one of the things. Like that press conference last night was to me like going to sit there and say, you know what? I'm gonna tell my friends I'm leaving my wife. Man, they already showed up at your work with the papers. And she's already divorcing your ass, but you go go ahead and tell everybody, oh, we're leaving. I'm leaving you. Like, he already knew, like, that's what that was last night, man. I'm like, man, this guy's crazy, man. Like, this guy's nah, he ain't been one. crazy. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, you know, we got Mac action going. Uh, Mac we'll start, action. Uh, Mac action, man. They, they you Because, you know, we talk about the Pac-12, we talked about the Big Ten, but we realized the Mac hadn't been going, got going yet. So you've seen a flux of football schedule. Uh, increase here with about and the thing about the watch with Wisconsin man this year like I said that you gotta complete at least six games to even have a shot at the Big Ten title. They've been in the Big Ten title Wisconsin. It looks bad for Wisconsin all the way around. All right. All right man that's a wrap. Special thanks for producing the show Rudy J, myself Calvin, special thanks to Sam Spin the one and two San Antonio Corpus Labrado Austin Del Rio people of a Tyler people of the Shot City people down the whole three oh five South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for it's a snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in PC tomorrow. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.